This is the Daily Signal podcast for Friday, May 12th. I'm Tyler O'Neill. I sat down with Congressman Tom McClintock and John Rutherford in the U.S. Capitol to talk about H.R. 2, the border security bill the House passed yesterday. McClintock, who helped write the bill, explained why he thinks Democrats intentionally engineered the border crisis. Rutherford shared a horrifying story about a man in his district who got murdered by an illegal alien. Stay tuned for our conversation after this. And I'll never forget just being fearful for my life. Letting phone calls, emails, protests outside the shop. I remember sleeping on the floor of my bedroom, seeing the headlights driving by, just wondering if someone was going to carry out on some of the threats that I had seen in emails. Here I am on this journey, hopefully to protect not only my right to speak freely, but everyone's right to do just the same. You've just listened to a sneak peek from our brand new documentary about Lori Smith. She's a web designer who the state of Colorado wants to force into creating LGBTQ websites and other content that directly violates her beliefs. We spoke with her and with Christian Baker Jack Phillips about their cases and about what's at stake for the First Amendment. You can find the documentary on the Daily Signal's YouTube channel or in the show notes for this episode. This is Tyler O'Neill, Managing Editor at The Daily Signal. I'm joined by Representative Tom McClintock. Great to have you here. It's great to be here, Tyler. Thanks for having me. So can you tell me a bit about this important border security bill that I believe you co-wrote and you know focuses on building the border wall, closing a lot of loopholes, really addressing the crisis? It, 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 it is basic level. It restores the successful Trump-era policies that had secured our border. On Inauguration Day, we had a secure border. The uh, Trump remain in Mexico policies uh, had slowed illegal immigration to a trickle. The border wall was nearing completion. ICE was actually enforcing court-ordered deportations. Uh, By the afternoon of Inauguration Day, Joe Biden had reversed all of those policies, and the result is an illegal mass migration on a scale the world has never seen, and no civilization has ever survived. So what specifically does the bill do to address, I I believe there are important uh, changes to the law about... First and foremost, it removes the incentives that are driving this illegal migration. Uh, If you make a phony asylum claim under this administration, you immediately receive automatic uh, admission into our country. You get lots of free stuff, uh, including a ticket anywhere you want to go in the country. Uh, You get indefinite residency, you get indefinite work authorization, and when your phony claim is rejected by the courts years and years from now, you can be reasonably sure you can stay anyway because uh, court-ordered deportations are not being enforced. So why wouldn't anybody come? Well, what this bill does is to remove those perverse incentives. It still allows you to file an asylum claim, but then it enforces the current existing law that says that you can't be released into the United States. You either have to be detained in the United States or you can await the outcome of your case in Mexico or any other safe third country. And it changes the law to enable DHS to send send illegals to another country. And and, and it's very important, particularly uh, with all of the child trafficking that the cartels are now doing. Uh, This measure, right now, if if an unaccompanied uh, alien child comes from Mexico or Canada, we get them safely home, so we should. From any other country, 
This administration doesn't let the finger to return them safely home. Instead, it sends them to very poorly vetted so-called sponsors, uh, uh, where a lot of them are exploited uh, sexually or in labor exploitation, uh, uh, and, or, or we simply lose track of them. 85,000 alien children we have trafficked into our own country by our government have, have been uh, lost by our government. We don't know where they are, what's happened to them. Uh, so what this measure does is it says, just as we already do for, for children from Mexico and uh, Canada, we are going to get the children from other countries also safely home. If you want to stop the human trafficking, that's how you do it. The cartels don't give refunds. And the moment we start returning these children to their own homes, the cartel's business dries up. So, and you helped write the bill yep. that it seems is, is about to pass mm -hmm. the House. How did you craft legislation? You know, because I remember um, over 10 years ago now, I think it was, when the Republican House was address, was trying to address immigration issues and they couldn't actually pass a bill. Yeah. So this is a marked step forward. Yes, it is. How does this bill differ from those efforts and what really got it across the finish line? Well, what really got it across the finish line was we have a leadership today that is willing to stick at it until it's done. We didn't have that under Ryan or Boehner. We have that under uh, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, it's his leadership that pulled everybody together, got, kept everybody talking uh, until we'd hammered out a compromise. And uh, that, that's the foundation of all of this. The bill is not that much different uh, from the uh, legislation that failed when the Republicans had a House majority uh, uh, several years ago. The difference is we have much better leadership today. And would you say that leadership is the reason the debt ceiling bill also passed? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And how would you, what would you say to the Democrats in the Senate who seem, you know, not interested in taking up the bill and President Biden who said he would veto it? Well, you're talking about the debt limit bill? Uh, this bill. Oh, the, 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 the immigration bill? Yeah. Well, obviously, there's not much I can say to the Senate to convince them. That's going to be up to their constituencies to convince them. And that, I'm afraid, is what it's going to come down to. The American people are going to have to choose whether or not they want to continue down this road. Uh, a country without immigration laws is a country without borders. If we have no borders, then we have no country. We're simply a vast international territory between Canada and Mexico. Is this what Americans want for their country? That's a question ultimately up to them, and they're going to have to answer. You know, when people ask me, well, how could this be happening to our country? The answer is very simple. If you voted for Joe Biden and the Democrats in the last election, this is exactly what you voted for. And if you're surprised by this, you weren't paying any attention. And when people say, well, how much longer can go on? The answer is also very simple. It will continue until the people responsible for these policies are turned out of office. As I said, this is not an accident. It's not incompetence. This is a deliberate policy of the left. And it's up to the American people to step in and say, we have had enough and we'll go no farther. And why do you say it's a deliberate policy um, in which, you know, we've talked about the left benefiting from having a larger voting base that's dependent I, I, on I, I think the left has lost the support of the American people, and they view the their best chance of remaining in power by bringing in millions of people who are dependent 
and impoverished and desperate. And we've seen the Biden administration work hand in glove with some nonprofits that essentially encourage and, and streamline this illegal immigration. Oh, aid and abet is, and, and reward and encourage, yes. But, and, and, you know, that's one thing that the Border Patrol keeps expressing frustration over is, is the fact the cartels are, are paid thousands and thousands of dollars to traffic these human beings. And when they are brought to the border, the American government takes over and finishes the transaction for them at taxpayer expense. But what we're now going to see, I think, is the entire system collapsing. Um, uh, you know, I'm very concerned that, that the Border Patrol simply cannot process under Title VIII these vast, vast numbers we're seeing. I'm seeing 600 to 700,000 uh, uh, illegal migrants already waiting in Mexico to bum rush the border. My guess is, in fact, I've seen an executive order that, that um, uh, the Border Patrol is essentially supposed to step out of the way and let them in. Well, I wonder what's going to happen when, when many of these border towns are suddenly inundated with tens of thousands of, of desperate and dependent people who, by the way, been promised free stuff, free food, free care, free stuff. What's going to happen over the next few days? Unfortunately, we're about to find out. Well, thank you so much My pleasure. for speaking with me. My pleasure. This is Tyler O'Neill with The Daily Signal. I'm here with uh, Congressman John Rutherford of Florida. Um, would you speak a little bit about the border crisis and how important this bill is to addressing it? Yeah, listen, Tyler, I, I think when you uh, listen to the president just today talk about the chaos at the border, if you listen to Chief Ortiz, who, who, who is a, a fantastic law enforcement officer, he said, we don't have operational control of the border. And so, it, and, and just within the last year, we had a situation in Jacksonville, Florida. A, a gentleman comes across the border, claims to be a juvenile, so he uses a fake name, fake ID, or fake, fake date of birth, not ID. He didn't have any ID, which is part of the problem. And so he's got no ID. They don't know who he is. But they ask him, well, because he falls under catch and release, right? So they ask him, well, do you, do you have any family members in the United States? And he's like, oh, yeah, my uncle Cuellar lives in, lives in Jacksonville, Florida. So they call him. And of course, he says, yeah, that's my nephew. But he knows it's not, because this is all set up before he ever came to the border. So Mr. He used the name Fernandez. His real name is Uyoha. He was also 23, not 17. He came across the border. CBP can't determine who he is. So they turn him over to HHS. HHS makes the call to Mr. Cuellar. They fly him to Jacksonville. Two weeks later, or two months later, he kills Mr. Cuellar. And so, you know, my, my issue with all of this is, that, number one, the border is open and these folks are coming across. H.R. 2 will build, uh, will secure the border by building a wall, which, and I, and I make this point to everyone, look, the wall is not a barrier. It's an impediment. I, I get that. You know, I, I can build a 12-foot wall. You can build a 13-foot ladder, right? Okay, so it's, it's not built to be 
an impediment or a uh, barrier is built to be an impediment so that as you're breaching it I have technology there which this bill provides I have technology there that tells me you're breaching that wall then I have to send staffing to take you into custody I can't do that with a drone I got to send people this bill provides the, that staffing, 22,000 CBP officers, just for enforcement, no processing. And so then we also build access roads. You know how much of our border does not have access roads and is actually patrolled on horseback? Uh, so it, it's an impossible situation. This bill will secure that border and stop the situations that we had with Mr. Yoha who killed one of my constituents. Yeah. And the bill also deals with visa overstays, a few other important issues like Yes, that. look, we've got to start uh, deporting these folks again when they get the deportation orders. Now, uh, Acting Commissioner Troy Miller told us that they don't have the resources to repatriate these folks. Well, wait a minute. If you don't have the, the resources to repatriate them going south, how is it you've got the resources to send them north into the interior of the country? Yeah. Don't tell me that. Just turn the plane around. Go the other way. What message would you send to President Biden, to the Democrats in the Senate, who it sounds are probably not going to consider this bill? Listen, we have to get operational control of the border. Everybody knows it. Uh, the president even admitted today that it's chaos, that we don't have operational control. Uh, as uh, Chief Ortiz also said, that is a recipe to get more and more American citizens like, like Mr. Cuellar in my district. This is going to get more people murdered. It's got to stop. And that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to the Daily Signal podcast. If you haven't gotten a chance, be sure to check out our evening show right here in this podcast feed, where we bring you the top news of the day. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read all of your feedback. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day. And we'll be back with you all at 5 p.m. for our top news edition. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.